This is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. All right, and welcome to a special edition of Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I am, of course, your host, Heath, and with me is my amazing co-host, Michael. Michael, how are you doing today? I'm well. I'm looking forward to today's episode. Um, it's good to be with you, and I just want to glorify God, bro. How about you? Uh, same here. Um, and we have an actual powerful message for our viewership today. Um, but before we dive into that, just want to give a couple bits of uh, housekeeping like we always do when we open a show. Uh, please check out rmrr.live. That is the show's uh, website for all the latest information, the news, the links to all the things, uh, prayer requests, um, donations, um, feedback, uh, guest requests, whatever. You can find all of that through there. Um, and also wanted to uh, wish our co-host Ethan a speedy recovery. He had a little accident here last week and is kind of down for the count, which is why you've just got Michael and I today. So having said that, let's jump right into today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about um, some giftings today and um, just wanted to give some background uh, in Romans 12, 6 through 8. Paul talks about the different spiritual gifts that are given by the Holy Spirit uh, as as a gift. You can't earn them. You can't, um, you know, do work to receive them in any way. These are freely given by the Holy Spirit. Um, and this scripture passage reads, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And the gift that we're going to pluck out of here today to specifically talk about is the gift of prophecy. And I know that a lot of churches um, in my 50 years of existence have not talked about spiritual gifts at all. Um, and if they do, it's kind of a brief flyby and um, then they move on to something else. And yeah. so I, I just want to quickly define prophecy and then we can jump right in because i know michael's got a whole lot of information for us to share and i'm excited actually for this episode so prophecy defined is a special ability to speak forth the message of god a prophet is basically a spokesman for god he or she delivers the word of god to people by means of direct revelation prophetic utterances can deal with certain individuals the church or a larger context it does not always refer to the future. The word is used far more to proclaim the word of God rather than to predict the future. There are a number of observations that we can make about this gift. Um, and, and just a couple quick things, and then I will uh, shoot over to you, Michael. Um, prophecy is mentioned more than any of the other gifts, uh, spiritual gifts in the Bible. Um, it is found referenced in Romans 12, 6, 1 Corinthians 12, 28 and 29, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3, 1 Corinthians 13, 8. 1 Corinthians 14, 6, and Ephesians 4, 11. Um, while the New Testament does not necessarily list these spiritual gifts in any order of importance, we usually find that the gift of prophecy is near the top each time it is listed in that list. Um, and also just kind of briefly mentioning that the gift of prophecy uh, back in the day was very highly regarded. And as mentioned a little bit earlier, that men and women could be prophets. So there wasn't any kind of special, you know, distinction as far as gender concerns. Um, 
you know, in order for you to be a prophet. So having said all that, Michael, what you got? <laughs> um, well, Ethan, would you like me to start with the, the scripture then? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> well, I think to start off with, um, yeah, let's do this. So two years ago uh, at the um, uh, the 2020 election, um, I had a uh, I was driving I was driving home, and I had a very clear uh, vision. Uh, let's definitely call it a vision. Um, and I saw uh, Colorado. Um, being wiped out by a big red wave. Uh, then immediately after I saw that it was a big red wave, I saw that it was blood. And then after that, I, I knew that it was Christ's blood. Um, and it came in from a few directions, west and east, but it went, um, it, I kind of zoomed out and saw a, a bigger wave coming um west um and then i saw the entire united states being covered in in jesus's blood and that that was the vision that was right before um you know what appeared to be trump losing even though uh we we don't believe he lost but um so that was right after the election was stolen and so or that was right before, sorry, about a month before the election was stolen. So um, that all happened. We've all gone through uh, life uh, up until this point. Um, but I, uh, Heath and I believe that that vision and um, a discussion uh, back and forth maybe about that vision needed to happen on this uh, broadcast uh, since we were low personnel and it seemed like a special uh uh, pro, uh, broadcast anyway. So Heath, I mean, with that, I mean, does anything, uh, you have any questions for me, anything that comes to mind? That's pretty much the vision. It, um, you know, it was, it was fast. The message was, yeah. What, what, what kind of message do you gather well, uh, out of that? I think, I think there's a lot to unpack out of that, actually. Um, I think first I want to step back a hint and just mention that, um, you know, the, the gift of prophesying is um, an incredible gift because you're basically communing with God. You're hearing directly from God. And, and so you're oftentimes um, given words of knowledge about a situation or um, words of encouragement even for, for somebody. And, and so within this, within this vision, um, you know, there's just a lot there. And I think the, the one thing that has been talked about a lot recently uh, within the last several months, especially with Mario Murillo being in Colorado Springs and and certain revival things happening across the country, that that this red wave is really just a, a to me sounds like an, an awakening for our country. Sounds mm -hmm. like maybe a a, a call back to um, you know a, a fruitful uh, harvest, really, and one that um, is going to bring about some changes within our country. Um, you know, for the, for the good, I think, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk 
you know, a lot of talk actually from things I've been listening to, things I've been reading about the fact that there's so much corruption and deceit and and immorality um, running rampant in this world and, and specifically in the United States. And, um, you know, from what I understand and from what I'm gleaning from things that there are just a just a point of people being fed up and really trying to find a way to get back to to a, a morality let's see what's the word i'm looking for a more moralistic central view of life and so that that red wave is really encouraging um you know the other thing about prophetic that i want to mention before i let you comment in here is that you know we we don't exactly get a, a timeline on some of these things um you know god can give you a word about something and have you sit on it for you know a couple weeks couple months couple years um you know in some cases i've heard of you know 50 60 years someone sitting on a word that they got back in the day before they could release it or deliver it to the mm -hmm. intended audience and so um by no means are we are, are we trying to imply i think at this point uh, that we know that God's saying, hey, here anytime soon, this red wave is going to happen. Um, you know, definitely receiving that word right after the election last year um, has some meaning to it, to me at least. Um, but definitely, you know, seeing the shifting that's happening, um, you know, across the country already, um, it's kind of an encouraging word that that perhaps some some change in values are really going to start to hit America again. Well, and yeah. Okay. One thing that we're doing this show and, and we received a word from the Lord of, of the title Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. <laughs> we're doing this show because of um, conviction and, and we believe the Lord uh, brought us this idea. I mean, I mean, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts. And I love a lot of ministers on these podcasts. Um, I, I didn't see myself doing a podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, when I then I heard uh, that Heath um, had broadcast experience. And at the time we were looking for something to do um, while our men's group was in break at our church that we go to, Radiant Church. Um, we, we figured, you know, it, we just how fast the Holy spirit brought it to us. We just knew it was him um, and how we were excited about the creativity. So uh, since it's the Lord's blood going across the nation, it does speak of revival. Um, it speaks of a, absolutely a new beginning. And honestly, it's not hard to join in with others who have actually, had a, a similar vision i'm not the only one who've had this uh, right. has had this vision um and and there's also been a lot of uh, ministers and and prophets who have uh prophesied that um yeah we are we are at a place um where uh maybe more well definitely more godly minded people are um stepping up to new places of service we can almost see it like this broadcast is something like that for us in our in all in our ballpark um but there are there are people answering god's call uh in in politics and government um 
going for ministry, maybe um, going into the business realm. Uh, even in these hard times, uh, God is moving on business people to do certain things. Um, for instance, I mean, God has given our church and and others in our church because um, I know of others who are building houses right now in this economy. But our church is also entering into a building, um, a building. We're building a building on, on, at the North Campus. And uh, we see it. We see it's the time God's calling us to do it. And, uh, and I agree. I think, I think even though interest rates are going up and, and the cost of building is higher and all these things and inflation, um, there's as Christians, um, we do what God tells us to do when God tells us to do it. Um, and when the world says, hey, you should have done this like four years ago when we were in a boom everywhere across the nation. Um, so I when I when I received this vision, going back to the vision real quick of of uh, Jesus's blood cleansing uh, pretty much the whole nation. Um, I was I was encouraged. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen at the election. I, I, I believed I had a really good idea and I feel like that was validated, even though, um, there's a different person in the presidential office. Uh, yeah, there's, (laughs) (laughs) Keith. you know, I was, I was thinking as you were talking there that, the the interesting perspective that we bring to this is that we've seen some things firsthand um you know having to have our church be so intrinsically connected and led by the holy spirit and you know radiant being connected with mario marilla ministries and and other churches around the country that are really sparking this revival movement well keith let's just say it too lou engel lou engel and mario marilla are our recent big connections that i i'm not sure at one point or another uh everyone saw happening i know i didn't uh and i and what's funny is i'm we can talk more about this later but uh it's it's a whole story on how uh people from our church met mario murillo uh but yes please continue i had i had to inject lou engel no i i was i was gonna bring up lou i'm glad you did and Lou Engel is an incredible man for for those that don't know him. Um, His vision, his um, presence is very much Holy Spirit led. So uh, anyway, so Radiant has been, you know, connected with churches across the country and kind of helping to to lead the the way for revival and reformation. And um, it's been interesting to to take part in this, to volunteer in these events, to see these things Mm -hmm. taking shape. And the fact that there is such a uh, people in our country are looking for more. They're looking for something different. They're looking for answers. And, and that's why these tent revivals that Mario Murillo is doing are such a huge success where we see thousands of people gather every day. He holds an event 
and we see hundreds and hundreds of people being healed. We see, you know, people broken free from bondage in, you know, drugs and sex trafficking, like all these things that are happening um, are really uh, connected to this whole uh, prophetic word that was released a while back, actually, about that there was going to be a shift taking place in our country, that there was going to be a move of revival happening. Um, you know, I remember talking with a couple of, of elders at the church, um, and, and by elders in this instance, I do mean people of age, not as, you know, spiritual, um, but also this this gentleman in particular is, is very much spiritually uh, in tune uh, with the prophetic and what what God is saying and speaking. And so um, having this conversation, you know, about the fact that, you know, 50, 60 years ago, he received a vision uh, about uh, the valley that we live in right underneath the, the shadow of, of, you know, Pike's Peak here, um, that there would be a revival movement starting from there. And, and I think we saw that take place, you know, here this last July with Mario coming in and seeing um, just that there are churches in the area that are waking up and, and wanting more and, and wanting to participate more and, and to even join together for something like Communion Colorado, which happened this last Saturday, that was Lou Ingalls' event that really just brought together um, faith across all denominations, mm -hmm. yes. um, you know, and, and to see um, everybody come together and engage in prayer and ha having participated in a corporate fast before that and to, you know, to break bread together. Um, as a united body, as united believers in Christ, um, you know, and not just representing one in particular faith, um, you know, and, and we talked about as, as we were prepping for the show a little bit, I think now's a good time to bring up, you know, the whole concept of repentance that, that we've um, seen take place, not only in our church, but in other churches as well, corporately gathering together to repent for the combined sins of our country. You know, mm -hmm. bringing up Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people are called by my name, they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And and to see churches gathering. Oh, I just got the the Holy Spirit goosebumps there. So that's cool. Uh, thank you for that, Lord. Um, but to thank just see God. that to see that um, you know churches are waking up and realizing that you know our country was founded on biblical principles. And a lot of people are like, no, that's not the case. And, and trust me, there's a lot of literature out there that can disprove that and, and actually show that even some of the common phrases we use today are impacted greatly by the Bible. And, um, you know, going through this list, and I, and I wish I had it in front of me, I hadn't planned on going down this tangent today, but, um, you know, there really is something there about the foundation of this country. And the, the fact the United States is looked at as a, a leader for a reason we are looked at as a saving grace for a lot of people for a reason and the fact that in the last you know how many ever years our country's kind of taken a backslide to a lot of faith and values uh principles that have guided us you know is disheartening for not only our nation but for the rest of the world and and so you know to see some of these take place and to hear visions like not only that michael's had but you know i can think of uh, one that Pastor Kelly's had and, and several other prophetic voices across the country, um, even in other nations, have spoken about this, this red wave of Christ's blood just redeeming other nations as well. And yeah. so this isn't a, a you, know, you know, local 
you know, Rocky Mountain Revival viewpoint or a United States viewpoint. This is really a global viewpoint from things that I've been reading yeah. and hearing. And yeah, we've been hearing with, this globally. Yeah, and, and it's not something that's, you know, this is a new concept either. This is something that is a, a really a massive movement of God. Um, you know, we keep hearing um, in other prophetic channels about, you know, the, the, the harvest is so plentiful right now for for souls being saved and and people being ushered into you know a new life in Christ and into an eternal mindset because again I know as humans it's really hard for us sometimes to be thinking eternally we're thinking about here and now we're thinking about bills we're thinking about our job we're thinking about our relationships we're thinking about our kids and the car just broke down and putting groceries on the table and all these things when reality there the time that we're here on this earth is so insignificant compared to the eternal picture that that we're working for and and hoping for and and so this movement um this this red wave of you know jesus cleansing um our planet in is is incredible um an incredible step towards you know some of those things we read about in the end times and revelation um so again this is not just a a whimsical um a broadcast it's not a whimsical word um you know we're we're really kind of tying into uh messages being spoken all across the globe at this point um and that's an incredible thing wouldn't you say michael yeah um you you just quoted a. Uh... 2 Chronicles 714. Um, uh, I'm looking here at uh, Isaiah 59, uh, just verse 20. Um, the Redeemer will come to Zion to those in Jacob who repent of their sins. And so there's a secondary repentance promise there. Um as for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit who is on you and my words that I have put in your mouth will not depart from your mouth or from the mouths of your children or from the mouths of their descendants from this time on and forever, says the Lord. Um, yeah, Heath, we've, I mean, we've seen uh, God put to work our pastors. We've seen God... Uh, uh, make connections uh, with our pastors. Uh, and we'll, we'll save that story, how um, Zach and Melissa and, and Pastor Kelly met Mario for another time, but Mario Murillo for another time. But, um, but, okay. So we, I do believe there is a big red wave of Jesus's blood going to affect the entire country. And I can see it happening. In fact, that's what I believe that the vision was saying. I do see it happening very soon. I see it happening whether in um, God's body, a move of, of God and, and Jesus through his body, and or through the government. If, if it doesn't fully manifest through the government, I still see um, all the momentum that has been happening over the last two years since the last election continuing on forward. Um, and there's implications to that. Right. Uh, there's, there's some scary implications to that, like, like persecution and whatnot. Um, however, so, 
in 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 the next um in Isaiah 59 or the next chapter is Isaiah 60 that that famous Isaiah 60 arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you see darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples but the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you nations will come to your light and the kings to the brightness of your dawn lift up your eyes and look about you all all assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on the arm. Then you will look and be radiant, radiant church. There we go. <laughs> and uh, you'll be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth of the seas will be brought to you. To you, the riches of the nations will come. So I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that because um, I do believe that the Bible preaches and I and teaches and I there's many other verses where it will get darker uh, as the end times are continuing and come to a close. Um, but we're going to get brighter. Believers in Christ um, are going to get brighter as He pours out His Spirit um, more and more and empowers us. Um, and that could be seen the now. salt and light. What's that? I said that could be seen right now, actually. If it's, you, it's being seen if, right if, now. If you look around, um, and, and, and again, I can just use myself as an example, um, and others at, at Radiant as examples, that God has just turned up um, yeah. this whole awakening in people and anointing them with gifts and calling them for a higher purpose than one that they'd ever imagined for themselves. Right. Um, you know, and, and like I said, I, I'm a prime example of that. If you, if you looked at who I was, you know, 18, 19 months ago versus who I am now, there's been an entire shift of direction for, for me and, and, and who I am in Christ, my identity in Christ. Um, I know we've talked about the identities, um, and there being some stigma there, but, but really knowing who you are um in christ has changed for me um drastically or just even within the last six months i would say and so well, and, and heath there's no stigma about what happens when the holy spirit pours himself out the word and the manifestation of the bible will also be poured out because he is spirit and he is truth and he is the spirit of jesus and of the father obviously but the holy spirit is the spirit of jesus and before the world know, knew him as Jesus, um, he was the word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he is directly tied. His manifestation is directly tied to identity uh, that is rooted in scripture. So, for instance, if someone uh, came over to you um, in church or, or some maybe a Christian atmosphere or something like that, came over to you and said, hey, uh, the Lord wanted me to um, pray and a, a Daniel anointing over you. Well, that doesn't mean you turn into the prophet Daniel and you are now going to be the second or third in command of three empires over your entire life. But what that does mean is you might have a combo. You may have a, you may, you may receive an elixir of spiritual gifts that looks and talks and walks a lot like Daniel had. And it's still your job to um, practice and, and, and uh, flame the gifts. They're, they're going to usually the Holy Spirit gives you an ember and it's your job to uh, fan into flame. As the apostle Paul said to Timothy, 
these gifts that came upon you by the laying on of hands. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I feel him too. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to, and to give us more biblical context on going over to people and, and releasing an anointing, uh, from heaven as a direct directive. Yeah. Direct directive of the Lord. Um, I like that. We can, we can find that in, uh, the book of first Kings, uh, chapter 19. Uh, I'm going to read verse 15 to, um, 18. The Lord said to him, this is a lot. This is the Lord speaking to the prophet Elijah. The Lord said to him, go back to the way, go back the way you came and go to the desert of Damascus. When you get there, anoint Hazael, king of Aram. So he was anointing a political office, the, a king. Right. Also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, king over Israel. So he was anointing um, another king over another local kingdom. And anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat from Abel, Mehala, to succeed you as prophet. So then he was also providing his office of prophet with a with um, with a young gun, and that he was going to disciple. So not only was he anointing this prophet, uh, this future prophet um, Elisha, he was going to disciple him, and Elisha was going to to follow Elijah around and and learn the ways of the Lord um, through the office, through the job and the office of the prophet. Um, I'll continue here um, to succeed you as prophet. Jehu will put will put to death any who escape the sword of Hazael, and Elisha will put to death any who escape the sword of Jehu. Yet I reserve seven thousand in Israel, all whose knee have not bowed down to Baal, and all whose mouths have not kissed him. I find it very interesting here that. Um, Jehu and Elisha are then listed again. They're listed as a completion work of God in the land. And uh, for me personally, I'll share a personal testimony at this point. Um, I received uh, the spirit and the power of Elijah. Um, it does not mean I am Elijah, uh, but just like what we just talked about, if if someone came over to a, a young man or, or whoever and, and imparted um the anointing of Daniel, they should expect if, if it was a legit thing that God wanted done, they should expect manifestations and, and maybe even scenes in their life like Daniel experienced where they're empowered by God to operate in the way Daniel did at his time. So anyway, I received by no one actually, but by the Holy spirit, um, uh, the spirit of the power of Elijah and my life changed after that, and I started operating uh, like Elijah. But I asked the Lord why uh, I received uh, that, because this was all new to me at the time. Uh, and he was clear with me um, that I received Elijah so that I could disciple Elisha's. He also told me to study Elijah all over the Bible, uh, because it was such a profound thing at the time. It was a very, it was the most powerful experience in the faith I've ever had. Um, receiving that anointing 
and I asked him, you know, what was that? It was very powerful. It was a an encounter that lasted eight minutes. And uh, we'll probably talk about that in a later episode. But um, I one of the one of the clarity items and and how God directly answered my question was I was to disciple Elisha's. So that has also been happening is is more discipleship, more Bible being activated and alive in people. All the and and people being more active and alive in their faith and in their life. Right. Um, all the while, while um, maybe some of our elders are, you know, where there used to be division and denominational walls that those are being knocked down. So we're seeing a push and move of God. And we were just talking about the big red wave and it being blood and not being not necessarily tied to a party, a Republican party or whatever. But, but this was two years ago and Lou Ingalls recent um, event at the world arena in our, in our town, Colorado Springs, Colorado was a communion revival. He called it the Colorado communion revival. And he expected this event to be a launching pad, a starting point of a communion, which is the body and blood of Christ revival across the whole church. So really the communion revival could be a confirmation on the vision. Right. (laughs) It could be, it could be. All right. Well, there's been a lot of good stuff here. I'm looking at the show timer here. We've got about six minutes left. So um, okay. figured I'd give you that warning there and, and let you release some final thoughts. And then maybe we could okay. uh, hop into a quick prayer before we uh, do some final housekeeping before we close up. Okay. Well, I do feel like if this has inspired you, to seek God in maybe a different direction than you've ever sought him before. And you do desire um, an anointing. Um, I would say seek God on that. Um, I would say the believer's anointing and the believer's ministry is very powerful. um, It doesn't necessarily have to be an office of the prophet or a path. You don't have to be a pastor. We don't have to be in full-time ministry because the ministry of a believer casting out devils, healing the sick and preaching the gospel and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus also said too. So there's, yes. there's a couple different angles you could uh, uh, preach to someone. Uh, you, you don't just have to, you don't have to just preach uh, the salvation gospel. However, we love the salvation gospel that Jesus also preached the good news of the kingdom too well anyway that's for every an everyday believer and we're both everyday believers um we know god's gift is heavily and and that is hard to grasp at times and and it makes us definitely um, respect god and fear him fear him in a, in a respecting holy way um in a reverent way and and so we're trying to walk that out uh and walk out our faith with fear and trembling but if you're desiring more spiritual gifts, more anointings. We're supposed to, we're supposed to, Paul said, desire the gifts. Um, so I encourage you to, um, who may be listening, 
man. And I'm so thankful for any listener that would, that would find us and, and right. open their ears with us as we do these broadcasts. But um, man, seek out godly counsel, uh, pray, get in that secret place. Uh, and what I mean by that is the prayer closet that Jesus talked about. Go, go to that secret place in the prayer closet and seek God and, and bring your journal, bring the word. Maybe you play some music, but uh, seek God with all your heart. And because uh, really at the end of the day, this is, this is between you and him. And, and then our faith um, goes out from there, from, from the secret place. We minister from the overflow. So Heath, what do you have? Well, I was just going to throw in there that it, that I think it's great that you've, you've mentioned if you, if people are wanting more and that's kind of one of the principles that we operate on here at Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. And so uh, definitely, you know, reach out to us. Um, you know, you can, mm. you can connect with Thank us you. on the website, rmrr.live. <laughs> yeah. um, We'd love to talk is, to you too. There is a, there is a way to connect with us. You can ask us questions, you, you know, if you need prayer for something, we'd be happy to pray for you. Um, you know, this is definitely, a journey that you don't want to take alone. So, uh, you know, the discipleship aspect, being in a good uh, Bible believing Bible preaching church, um, I feel is, is a, a key component of that, you know, obviously that is spirit led. Yes. Let's add I, that in there. Definitely. You know, and yeah. I'm a little biased to, to radiant. So I am going to yeah, plug them radiantchurch.org. Um, so they do broadcast live on uh, Facebook us. and uh, YouTube, or if you're in Colorado Springs, please come to church with us. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, you know, so again, this has uh, been an incredible walk for me just in, in my, uh, you know, an, anointing and in dabbling in the prophetic that I've done. And so um, I definitely encourage you, if you're wanting more, if you have that kind of placed on your heart, don't sit idle by and, and wait, um, you know, start asking questions, start plugging in, you know, talk to your pastor, talk to, you know, talk to us if you want to. Um, we've got about a just under two minutes left. And so I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, final thoughts, Michael, before we wrap up. Yeah, let's, let's pray for our listeners. Right. So right. God, we just uh, bring everyone who's listening uh, with us to you, your voice. We, we go into the throne room uh, together and God, just as your word says, you gave spiritual gifts um, as you saw fit. It was, it was your idea. What kind of spiritual gifts you give us. So, Lord, we go to you, the giver of gifts. Um, and, man, this verse just popped into mind also to re reread this in the prayer. But with you, with God, is the fountain of life. In God's light, in your light, do we see light. And that's Psalm 36, 9. So, God, we just want to be in the light as you're in the light. And, and we want to uh, to serve you. And you, what's funny is you've given us a lane that we can, we can run in and that we can grasp a hold of and um, that you want us to serve you with these gifts that you've given us. And so, God, we just thank you for the earnest hearts praying with us right now and, and bless them now uh, with, with a touch from you now. You know what they need, Lord. Touch them now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we are about to get booted. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you again on another uh, episode of RMRR. Thank you again, Michael. This has been a powerful uh, 40 minutes. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you next time. Thank you, everybody.
for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio.